0: can tell us we're crazy, and we can say, well, you haven't seen anything yet. I am everything you know, was a goddamn lie, put you up and explode, I guess the fourth of tonight. Possessed by perfection, in this land, if you're awake, you're the enemy. (laughs) Every day. Pick your scene and take direction on and on I search to connect But I don't wear a mask and I have no regret Down on your knees, you don't look so tall Open your eyes and the empire falls Welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. One of the fascinating things that keeps circling my ethos is this... Well, it's the dark night of the soul. And so many people have asked me a lot of questions about this, about sort of what my experience was and what it really is. And is it cliche? Is it this? Is it that? As we're watching this world decide that it's going to shit the bed in a lot of places, what I'm seeing is almost like a forced dark night of the soul collectively and that's a strange statement to make a strange thing to say um i understand that i wanted to talk about my experience my dark night of the soul mainly because everybody has a different experience everybody comes to it a different way but the people that I'm connecting with now and the people that I'm talking to now on a lot of levels have experienced, I guess, their version of it um, through either physical pain, mental pain, anguish, not getting what they want, uh, cerebral pain. Uh, So many variations of pain. And... I was talking to a Christian the other day and you know they're fascinating, they're fascinated with the idea that Jesus died for our sins and we're not supposed to feel pain. And I mean I get that, and I, I love having open debates about this stuff, but if Jesus died for your sins and you're not supposed to feel any pain, yet there are a ton of people that expressly or explicitly say that pain creates growth. Pressure causes diamonds. Um I'm confused. I'm conflicted by the story. I guess not overly, and this may sound like a jumble of a podcast, and it probably will, because it's going to come out, you know, I'm I'm flippantly talking about these random things in a world where everybody's looking for absolute answers. I don't have any on this topic. Uh, I just have personal experience. I have personal knowledge, personal comprehension, uh, and that I'm willing to share. So we watch these things and we sort of accept them as they are without realizing that there's a deeper meaning and message to them. All of the things, division as a whole is, uh, it's next level. It's, it's otherworldly how, how the idea of division, you know, it's clear and present in the media with regards to racism, sexism, classism, and all that, all the other isms. And it's funny because it's the very media that taught us to be racist, that that, that trained our racist parents that they then trained us and that the television then trained us to be racist. There isn't a single child out there that's born racist, not one. It's a learned skill, <laughs> trait, tendency. I don't know what term you want to put it because that also is a divisive statement, isn't it? But the idea that we can't have an open dialogue an open com- conversation about these things is also an additional piece of division. Whoever's running this puppet show has done an amazing job at making sure every single person has the ability to shit on somebody else about something else that was possibly said. Um, And if they didn't, welcome to cancel culture. Anybody can say anything to anyone at any point about anything and then just be done with it. Division. Now, on top of that, whenever people aren't paying attention to what the others are saying... We're often afraid to say things ourselves because historically we've witnessed things take place in the past, which is then again, self-censorship. And there's a lot of people out there that will say, hey, there are a lot of people that shouldn't say a lot of shit. And I I, don't agree with that. I think anyone anywhere should be able to say anything they want because the observer, those who are hearing the words are the ones that get the opportunity to grow from the experience of hearing the words. Via contrast, we exist. And what does this have to do with the dark night of the soul, you might ask? Well, everything. Because in the third dimension, you're easily triggered by absolutely everything. In the fifth dimension, eh, you're not so much. In the fourth and fifth dimension, and, and inching into the sixth dimension... I'm not even there yet. I'd love to get somebody on the show that's like, ha, this peon in his fifth dimensional thought processes. <laughs> I'd love to, to hear more. But what I can do right now is simply bridge. I can bridge the gap between the third and the fifth. I can talk to you guys. I can, I can talk to anybody who's still stuck in a mindset that's fear-based, anxiety-based, depression-based. There are ways out of it. And it all stems with how you choose to talk to yourself. So when I say they, the glorious they, that is control, whoever's running the show, they can't control what's going on inside you unless they can. And if they can, then would that not then make you the they that we were just referring to? And if you are the they, then how much control do you really have? And if it's all encompassing, then are you God? Am I even allowed to ask that question? Is that sacrilegious? Or if it was delicious, would it be sacrilegious? I I don't know. I guess it depends on the truth, your truth, how you were brought up, how you were raised. And then how much of your truth do I have to participate in? If your truth has nothing to do with my truth, am I not allowed to have my truth? Or is your truth all empowering? Does your truth take over the rest of the truth? I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe I'm just a jackass for thinking that I might have a truth. And then after all that said and done, did I not just loop through more division? Why can't my truth be the truth? Who's to say I'm any different than you? Why would I believe that there's a difference? Who taught me that there's a difference? Because somebody taught us. Somebody taught us that there's an inside version of us and an outside version of us. Somebody taught us that You are an entity inside a universe, as opposed to you are the universe having an experience. Why aren't we allowed to talk about these things? Why are we shunned, poo-pooed, dismissed? Why are we mocked and made fun of if we want to think outside the box? Why are we mocked and made fun of if we don't believe the entire universe came from nothing through a big bang? If you don't believe that, you're a piece of shit. More division. So then you can ask, well, who invented that story? Because they seem to have a lot of power. Who am I not allowed to make fun of? When you go through the dark night of the soul, and I keep using that term, it can mean anything. When you go through your awakening, when you go through your, you know, your comeuppance, when you, when you, So when something happens to you or something snaps inside you that has you completely switch off and go from one mentality, one ideology, one belief set to another, that's the dark night of the soul. This is the, this is the moment in time where you are at war with yourself so much so that you win. And you know, what's cool when you win the war with yourself, you lose. Because somebody has to lose. In every victory battle, there is a loser. So if you win the dark night of your soul, guess who lost? You. You lost. That's who. And now you've got bigger questions to ask. Like, who the fuck am I? And who, who won and who lost? That, that yields bigger questions. Now, here's another interesting aspect to that battle. There's a part of you that watched it happen. So one of you won, and one of you lost, and one of you watched it happen. Now in religion, you've got the Trinity, right? The Holy Trinity. So that would be three of you right there. In health purposes, you've got your heart, brain, gut, brain, and brain, brain. That's another three of you. Coming to grips with all of this is such a strange and peculiar situation and scenario. The dark night of the soul, or however you want to refer to it, is that moment in time where you stop caring. And it's so hard to kind of explain this. Like, it's not that I don't care anymore. But it's that so many things are pointless. And so many things become pointless because if they stayed the way they were you would never grow yourself as an entity where do you think depression comes from most of the time depression comes from boredom and most of the time boredom comes from the fact that everything that's ever been able to be done on this planet in this earth in this reality has been done I'm bored I've done it all I've seen it all I've read it all I've, it, it's all terrible and that's third dimensional limiting there's limitations in the third dimension there's a ceiling there's an end Third dimensional thought processes dictate that you're born out of nothingness and you die and go back into nothingness. And in the interim, you do a bunch of random shit. Add religion to that third dimensional thought process. If you fuck up while you're here for your 60 to 80 years and you don't accept Jesus or some shit, or like maybe you're born on an island somewhere and you've never met Jesus. If you fuck up, eternal damnation for your soul (laughs) good and evil more division you can see past that you can see through that you understand that there is no good and evil you understand that there's only perspective there is no right or wrong either there are things that you're willing to do and things that you're not willing to do and everything that you do that you're not willing to do becomes a lesson don't do that again i'm uncomfortable My natural resting spot isn't here. And somebody will say, well, what about psychopaths? They just don't think about anything. Well, actually, your thought about psychopaths was planted inside you as kind of a fear tool by the media. So anything that you could ever know about a psychopath was handed to you, was diagnosed, diagnosed by the very people that said, wear a mask and stay inside and don't hug your family. These are the scientists that diagnose psychopathy. Psychopathy is also something that people don't understand. In other words, crazy lunatics are psychopaths and they're mass murderers. Just like everyone says, the same, the very same people will say, anarchy is total chaos. But it's not. The actual definition of anarchy is without government, which kind of sounds magical. I know some people who are quote-unquote psychotic and if they don't get their meds, they talk about being from other planets. Now, for something like me, who adamantly does not believe in space in the story as it's delivered and for the longest time was a flat earther. Ooh, watch out, deadly words. wonder if they're going to ban me for that next for having a free thought opinion. Now I realize that it, it more than likely, you know the flat earth doesn't exactly make sense. Uh, it was also handed to us. The globe earth absolutely does not make sense. The idea of being from another planet doesn't make sense to me because this feels like an enclosed space. But the more you think about it, the more I think about it, I should say, not so much you. You can think about it any way you want to. But the more I think about it, the more I look at this and I say, hey, any belief I could possibly have about anything at all, period, is a limiting belief. And then, of course, there's that old saying, stand for something or fall for everything. Well, no. Because whatever I plant my flag in as is as is definite limits me from seeing beyond it. Anytime I think that I've gotten to where I need to be or seen what I needed to see. If I plant my flag firmly in that ground, I'll never know what's beyond it. I'll never know what else there is. I'll never know what I'm missing. So therein comes the, the rumor of truth, live in your truth, right? Don't be a dick. The Ten Commandments are a great start with regards to religion and with regards to humanity. Don't, you know, the Ten Commandments are fantastic. But they could really all be boiled down to one. Crazy Moses could have gone up on that mountaintop, grabbed his chisel and punched into the rock. Don't be a dick. And that's literally the only commandment we need to live by. Don't be a dick. Now, of course, you have to be a dick to get somewhere, to understand something, to comprehend something about yourself. But every single dick I've ever met that's permanently a dick is utterly miserable inside. Now, are they a dick and because they're a dick, they're miserable? Or are they miserable, therefore they're a dick? I think there's multiple variations. But I honestly think that (laughs) all of humanity can rest on one laurel. Don't be a dick. And that means don't be a racist, don't be a misogynist, don't be a prick. That means allow any gender to be whatever gender they want to be and not be a prick about it. And that also means anyone who's any gender that they choose to want to be, don't force your bullshit on other people. Whether you're a man or a woman or a he, she. When I mean he, she, I mean a pronoun. I mean a a, a they, them, us, we, hoobly boobly, Michael Jackson. He, he. Be it. Be it, love it, embrace it. Don't be a dick. Don't become the bully that you sought out to be. Have free speech. Be able to say things. Be able to do whatever you want. But don't be aggressive. Don't be an asshole. Don't try to ruin lives. To anyone, anywhere, ever, don't try to ruin lives. What is the dark night of the soul? The dark night of the soul is you, yourself, coming to grips with you, yourself. It's having the illusion of all reality ripped out from underneath you. I did a poll on the Instagram asking people if their country was still reporting the news there was three options I said are you reporting the news are you handing out the story in other words you're not reporting the news you're creating you know the narrative or did you turn the TV off hundreds of people replied to this probably like probably the most inclusive poll I've ever taken everybody got involved in this one and not a single person wrote down or clicked on. They are reporting the news. So to everyone that's going through this, this shift and they think that they're alone and they're afraid to say what they got to say because they're afraid to be canceled. There is a force working against us, an opposite force pushing against anyone trying to speak freely, speak openly. And The thing about this is after you've gone through the dark night of the soul and after you've gone to war with yourself, you realize that you are that force. You are putting yourself in check for everything that you may or may not have done before because you yourself are growing. If you ever did anything that didn't affect you or didn't upset you or didn't do anything, it would never even be in your ethos now if this was a piece of your past. Your past is a lesson. Again, it's not a prison. Even if you were the biggest piece of shit on the fucking face of the earth. If you decide to move forward today with integrity, that person is dead and gone. You're not a prisoner to who you used to be. You're not a prisoner to your past. Your past is a story. It's a memory. It's a creation that you use today to create the version of you tomorrow. And when you realize, too, after going through the darkness of the soul and after going to war with yourself and after having the entire illusion shattered, ripped down around you... I almost went crazy. I still think I'm crazy. There's no definition that any of us, or or there's no proof anywhere that any of us aren't actually crazy, sitting in some padded room in some other reality. (laughs) Medicated up and bouncing our head off the padded walls right now as we sit here and record this podcast or listen to this podcast. This is where anxiety and depression come from. It, It comes from resting on a world. It comes from trying to believe in the world that's around you, even though the world that's around you is totally full of shit. Until you can see it, until you can pass it off as truth. I mean, you were not born to get a job and, and and pay taxes and be a slave. We talk about slavery. People without people even realizing that that they're the you know, ninety percent of North Americans can't afford rent and food at the same time. They go to work because they absolutely have to pay off their debts and bills. They were brainwashed into overspending in the first place, into creating this monotonous consumerism. But for what, and for what means, and for what purpose? And everyone says, follow the money. But truth is, money was just part of the illusion as well. It's the invention of the thing, of the ultimate distraction. Those who invented it don't need it. Your tax dollars aren't designed to help the government. We talk about, let's talk about Ukraine for a second. They talk about Ukraine and and, and all this money being sent to Ukraine. What happened to Florida? How come Florida doesn't get any pennies? How come Michigan still has shitty drinking water? Right, the illusion of taxation... Is hilarious. It's got nothing to do with anything other than the fact that it you need to give it up. And when you really look into it, taxation is voluntary. So everything that exists right now is something that we've just simply blindly done until our entire earth is shattered. And we have to recomprehend how the world works. And what brings this shattering on? Like I said, it's a multitude of different things. I have a friend who stubbed his toe vigorously. Somehow didn't break it but just smashed his toe into the corner of the wall, sat down for what was probably four or five minutes and stood up a different person. Now, granted, he was probably already on the path, but that extra poundful shock kicked him into overdrive. Personally, for me, um, I went through a copious amount of pain a copious amount of pain it was chronic pain i was dealing with sciatica i was bedridden for almost a year i've never experienced pain like this in my entire life And it was a multitude of things w- old injuries i'd quit doing drugs and drinking and all that sort of stuff so even my self-medicating was out the window my brain wasn't firing properly it was absolutely insane i experienced that and that propelled me gingerly they could say into a dark night of the soul and my dark night of the soil wasn't one night. It's not like it's one night that comes and goes. You're at war with yourself. You're at war with absolutely everything that you could possibly stand for. And you're lashing out and you're freaking out. And unfortunately, now there's social media. So you're blasting everybody and everything. And you're trying to, you're just trying to do something. You're trying to be heard. You're going through war. It's not something that most people can understand. And then for me, again, the second time it happened, or, or more like the icing on the cake for me, was a, about a year and a half after that. I had a near-death experience two of them actually back to back. One of them was cerebral where I thought, you know, to myself that I'm dying, this is it, I'm dying. I, there was nothing around me. And your brain will tell you, you know, whether whether it's real pain or whether it's made up pain in your head, your brain will tell you it's real. And 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 you don't know the difference. That triggered an NDE. And then when I was in the hospital under, you know, a couple hours later, um having surgery, uh I almost died uh, on the table. So physical, I had I had emotional and mental NDE and then almost uh, you know, 14 hours later I had a physical nde i came out of that hospital a different man um a journey in a path that i'd been on a different man the entity that is speaking to you right now a thousand times different than i was 10 years ago five years ago three years ago i am not the same person i am not the same soul you can't even talk to me you know on on certain levels i just i appreciate you i love you but i don't have the time to to even engage that stuff my brain just isn't there anymore And a lot of the stuff I've forgotten, a lot of the stuff that kept me awake at night seems just so pointless now because there's so much more to look forward to. And the truth is at the end of the dark night of the soul, after you've gone to war with yourself and after you've seen everything, it just seems that every single thing that happens externally is now just an absolute farce. I mean, Christ, Joe Biden's the president. He can't even form a sentence. The leader of the free world can't even form a sentence. What does that say about the free world? It's an illusion now and it's always been an illusion. Inside the illusion, there are tricks and tips and trades, everything all over the place teaching you that this place is a farce. It's a scam. It's a lie. But we operate out of fear and scarcity. I'm afraid to lose this. I'm afraid to lose that. We've been manipulated and tricked since the dawn of time. Our parents were manipulated and tricked. Their parents. How how far back does it go? Gosh. I would say, excuse me, I would say who knows. Mainly because all of history is a lie as well. So, do we really believe that 2,000 years ago a man named Jesus Christ walked on water? Maybe. It was winter, probably. Was it 2,000 years ago? Highly unlikely. Hell, they just burned out Chicago, the Chicago fires, right? This was them taking out a previous civilization. So, what do we know? It doesn't take long to wipe out a civilization. It doesn't take long to wipe out a history. Like, what's, what's Tartaria? What are the Starforts? What, what are the red brick buildings? Why is all this stuff still right here? Right in front of us that we've never been able to look at or question or anything like that. There's a freedom coming. There's a, there's a, a realization and understanding and comprehension coming. What's coming. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're filled with anxiety, if you're filled with depression, if you've got these things running through you, there are outlets, there are things to do. If you if any of this conversation has triggered you at all, or had you question yourself at all, we are running a campaign as well right now where we've got uh, open forums and we're probably going to do a little bit more group coaching And more one-on-one coaching. You can head over to coachingwithtmma.com and fill out the form if you have any interest in either learning more, finding out, you know, what you're capable of, what you can do, what's next for you. Coaching with MMA. Sorry, coaching with TMMA. (laughs) Um, Fill out the form. Uh, I will be replying to everybody that does, personally replying to everybody that does. So get out there, check that form out. Um, there's so much more in-depth detail that I could go into Dark Knight of the Soul, what mine was, I could go into my absolute personal experience. Uh, and maybe I will one day, or maybe I already have. I probably already have on one of the episodes. But the understanding and comprehension of where we are being not what we believe it to be, the most beautiful thing in the entire world is that's where the initial division came from. You were divided from yourself. And the minute you find yourself, this place, this reality, this realm in which we inhabit, changes entirely. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to this rant. And in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.